Angela Yee and Charlemagne the God. The Breakfast Club, bitches. The voice of the culture. People watch The Breakfast Club for like news and really be tuned in. It's one of my favorite shows to do. Just because y'all always keep it 100, y'all keep it real. They might not watch the news, but they're on Twitter. They're on Facebook. They're, you know, they're listening to The Breakfast Club. Get your ass up. Hey, what's up, fam? What's up, fam? It's Thursday. Now, what are you doing here, E? Well, I was supposed to be in Chicago today, but yeah, unfortunately, yesterday my flight got canceled along with oh, almost 400-something flights that were leaving from the New York area. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I was in the airport for a couple hours, and my flight would have been okay, but there were some mechanical issues, so they switched it, and then it got pushed back for another flight and then they canceled all the flights in the airport. Damn it, man. So I was in there with a bunch of people whose flights got canceled. The good thing is, though, when they cancel your flight and you're at home. So oh, they canceled just- it at home. Okay, so you weren't at the airport. No, I mean, I was at the airport, but I mean when you're in your hometown. Oh, oh, oh. Because some people were coming and trying to go back home and then you get stuck in the airport because you don't really have a place to go and you That's don't want to leave because you don't want to miss. I was like, well, let me rebook this and go on home. Okay. So, I just went home, but the rain was pretty bad uh, here. They said there was a tornado in New Jersey? Yeah, it said a tornado in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what? When the weather's like that, it's pretty cool because I just stayed home and just watched movies with the family. I got yeah, so, and I didn't anticipate being home, so it was nice to be able to just not have anything to do. But, Correct. unfortunately, I had some things I missed out on in Chicago, but... We'll be there today. Okay. All right. Yeah, I got a chance to watch The Little Mermaid again like the thousandth time with my kids. But you still haven't watched Euphoria. I did not watch Your Euphoria. Your kids will love Euphoria. No, I'll pass. Uh, but I did watch uh, <laughs> some more of, uh, I don't I don't know if it's called Money Heist or Bank Heist, but it's on Netflix. It's yeah, a great flick. Yeah, apparently you had the wrong title because yeah. people were like, what show is he watching? I was saying Bank Heist, but I think it's called Money Heist. But mm-hmm. I knew what I'm talking about. But it, it, it's, it's a great movie. It's a... Uh, I don't even want to give it away, but it's based in Spain. They don't speak English, but they did it over, so the words don't necessarily match the mouth, so the mouth be moving, and then the, the words come after. It's, it's weird, but it's it's still dope. So definitely check it out. It's on Netflix. I think it's three seasons in. I'm on, like, uh, the second season, like, the last episode, so it's great. It's really, really great. I've been watching this show, Typewriter, on Netflix. Have What's that about? That? No. Well, somebody, they were saying how scary it is, and da-da-da-da-da. And so I've been watching that. Mm-hmm. Um, it hasn't been that scary to me yet. Okay. But I'm waiting. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's only, I think it's like five episodes. I'm only on the second one, so I'm waiting for it to be like, bang. Yeah, I don't do scary movies. My son came in my room last night, uh, my six-year-old. He said, boo. And he was like, dad, there's a spider. And I was like, well, what you going to do? <laughs> like, what you calling me for? You got to shoot. Well, I think no one likes bugs. Nah, nobody likes, I don't do spiders and snakes, so my wife had to go in there and... and be the king of the castle and go kill it. It wasn't me. I'm not really scared of spiders, though. I'll say that. No, nah, that spider was like the size it's of a cell like phone. It's got to be like a big roach. No, nah, it was like the size of a cell phone. It was huge. But anyway, let's you get... You let sh- her go in there and do that? She's strong. She good. <laughs> yeah, I got to get to work in the morning. What happened to that spider jump and kill me? No, I'm just kidding. But, wow, uh, yeah. so it's okay if the <laughs> spider jumps and kills your wife? She, she be out. I got I to gotta hold the family down. Nah, but she was. She was I think she was like, your kids will miss her more. I'm sure they will. <laughs> I'm definitely sure they will. Well, let's get the show cracking. Sherry Shepard will be joining us this morning. Woo woo! So we'll kick it with Sherry Shepard. And then yeah, we got, she has that movie Brian Banks coming out tomorrow. Yeah, right? Brian Banks comes out tomorrow. She'll explain it, talk all about it. And then we got front page news. What are we talking about? 
Well, uh, one of the biggest stories today, 680 undocumented immigrants were arrested. We'll give you those details and what people are asking first and foremost. All right, we'll get into all that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where are we starting, Yee? Well, let's talk about immigration authorities. They have detained 680 undocumented immigrants. Mm-hmm. Now they're saying that's a record-setting operation, and that was in Mississippi. Now CNN affiliates have reported the raids were at food processing plants throughout the state. Uh, and they actually have video showing a young girl, 11 years old, begging and crying for a chance to see her mother. So once again, who knows what happens with the children of these people that uh, they picked up. But we do know that that's happened right. just now in Mississippi. It's getting ridiculous. And they get separated. Of course, they know what happened. They get separated from their parents. But Right. So when are they ever going to see their parents again? This where is did they really take cruel. Them? They got a facility in Mississippi? Uh, I'm not sure exactly where they took them right now. But these were arrests from, as they've said, from ICE criminal search warrants. They were executed by special agents from Homeland Security Investigation. So right now, they've been arrested. They're being detained. Uh, we don't know if they're all going to get uh, deported or what's going to happen. Right mm-hmm. now. All right, now, the owner of SoulCycle Equinox and the Miami Dolphins, the billionaire owner of all of those companies, mm-hmm. real estate developer Stephen Ross, um, he's hosting a luncheon tomorrow. And they're saying that that is to support Donald Trump. So now there's outrage for anybody who participates. If you go, and by the way, I love SoulCycle classes. So a lot of people are saying they're not going to SoulCycle. People have canceled memberships at Equinox and all of that just because of this fundraiser that the owner, Stephen Ross, is having for Donald Trump. That's right. Boycott working out, damn it. All right. You can go Go other places. We have options. Go ahead ahead and let that gut You can always go to Flywheel. You can always go to Crunch. You can always boycott the Dolphins, too. I mean, I'm not a Dolphins fan, so that doesn't Yeah, but people have been boycotting the Dolphins unless you live in Miami. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, you know, if hey, and look, you have choices. If you decide not to frequent those, you can go to Rumble Gym. You can go anywhere else. That sucks if you you was out eating crazy last night and having a few drinks. You're like, you know what? I'll burn it off in SoulCycle this morning. Now you got to sit down for a second. You can go to a different class in a different gym. There's so many uh, I other thought SoulCycle was scheduled. Yeah, but you're going to go to scheduled classes at Flywheel. You can go anywhere else. Mm. All right, now let's talk about a woman in Georgia. Her rant has gone viral on Facebook Live because she says that she's HIV positive. Check it out. I am HIV positive. Roy D. Roger You HIV positive. Jeff You HIV positive. DeMonte you HIV positive. The little bitch you f***ing. She gonna be HIV positive. Goddamn baby dad. Tony You HIV positive. All y'all that on the f***. Hmm. You HIV positive. That's not how HIV works. The woman is identified as Brandy Yakima Lassiter. And she's basically in this one minute video bragging about getting revenge on these different men who she's named. And but says she, that she always yeah, gets But she's bragging night. or she just hurt and just, and just, you know what I mean? She probably just found out she had, she got HIV and she's probably hurt. Yeah, and that's not how HIV works. Just because you slept with somebody with HIV doesn't mean you automatically contract HIV. Yeah, what if they're on PrEP? Then they're protected. Even if they not, not on PrEP. PrEP. <laughs> like, you don't just get, you don't just catch HIV just because you sleep with somebody but with they HIV. Can, they, but they but can't yeah, have yeah, it. Yeah, you, 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 you can't been, be exposed to it. You've been exposed to it. Yeah. yeah. So the investigation is still ongoing. The police have to prove first that she even is HIV positive. But it is a felony in Georgia, by the way, to knowingly transmit HIV to another person. Yeah, that doesn't seem revengeful. Revengeful, though. It doesn't seem like she just found out and is 
pissed off and, yeah. and talking about the men that she had sex with. Hurt people, hurt people. That's all. And I will say, if some one of those guys that she named is 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 mad that she named him because he's in a relationship. He ain't even thinking about the HIV part. He's just like, why you blow my spot up to my well, girl? One of the men in the video did come forward and file a communication harassment complaint. So we don't know, you know, the truth to what's going on with her. You better but. go get a test first before you start filing some complaints. All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent. Hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, bad morning. Maybe your flight was canceled. Or <laughs> Maybe you were stuck in the airport yesterday all day. How long were you in the airport? I was, well, let's, let's see what time. The, you know, I always get to the airport early when mm-hmm. I have a flight to catch. My flight was supposed to be at uh, 2. I got to the airport around 1230. Mm-hmm. And I probably left there around 4. Uh, uh. Well, the airport for you is a club because you, you you be at the bar, you be drinking, you be chilling. You had a good time. See, I, I was it. buying drinks for people, pizzas it. for people. I knew it. All right. <laughs> Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Tony. Tony, get it off your chest. Hey, Ashley, man, it ain't even nothing negative, man. I just want to say something positive, man. I appreciate y'all every day because I've been in the Army for 14 years, man, so I only want to go to work every morning at 5 o'clock. But listen to y'all at 6 o'clock, man, keep me motivated, man, that energy y'all have every day. So I appreciate that. All right. Thank you, brother. Have a good Thank day, you. man. Back. Thank y'all. All right, yeah. man. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Nasty Buck popping out of Norfolk, Virginia. No, Nasty Buck from the 757. What's up, bro? Nothing. Good morning to you, DJ NZ, Angela Green, Charlemagne the Good morning. What up, King? Peace. Peace, yeah. I just want to uh, shout out people that lost their vision. I lost my vision last year due to diabetes. So I'm just trying to keep it positive, keep it moving. Okay. Man, I, I had a homeboy tell me yesterday he losing vision in one of his eyes. I don't know if it's because of diabetes, yeah, but... Yeah, I lost mine due to diabetes. Diabetes, you know, that's the leading cause of people losing their vision. So I'm just trying to show some positivity and all that. Yes, sir. All right, yeah, I'm brother. sorry to hear that, but I'm glad you're keeping it positive. Yeah, got to. Appreciate mm-hmm. y'all for everything y'all do. I listen to y'all every morning. I was incarcerated last year, so I just listen to y'all every time. Get me through my struggles. All right. Well, all righty, brother. Well, happy have to have you one, home. Man. All right, you too. iPhone Sim. Yo, what's good? Good, kid. Where you been? Where you been, bro? <laughs> what? He said, where we been? Like, we're not been? here every morning, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. I got a whole list of things I'm trying to uh, get to, too. Matter of fact, number one, I need some tickets to that car show. Envy, you heard? I ain't paying for them this time because the food was trash last year. Damn. Two, iPhone, iPhone, do you come to the car show for the food or the cars, iPhone? For the cars, but you know what I mean? It's I don't like, handle the food. That's the, that's the building. The building is the food. When you go to the Mets game, do you go to see the Mets or, the, or eat the food? I don't want to go watch no Mets. Listen to me, though. I, I bet you that food be fire at them real estate events because of Caesar. Oh, shut Caesar up. Caesar would never have no whack ass food in the building. I only building. got three minutes. I mean, I only got one minute, man. Let me shine. Let me, let I got it. Listen to me. Now, too, do you think that, because I think this is a respect thing, do you think that Diddy would have even attempt to go with Lori Harvey if her name was Lori Jackson, 50 Cent daughter? 50 Cent doesn't have a daughter. I'm, oh, my God, man. I said, do you think he would have even attempted to do that? So like, you're saying this is a hypothetical question hypothetical. is what you're saying. So what's the... I, si- think, I think this is... Go ahead, Angela. Oh, no, I was going to say, so what are you saying about Steve Harvey? I think that he really, um, you know, he's a good guy, but I think that Diddy really don't respect him enough to even, like, for example, he wouldn't do that with anybody who he respected. 50, uh, let's say Uncle Murder had a daughter. 
like, iPhone. It's crazy how you. It's crazy how you think that woman it's don't have a mind of her own. iPhone is six in the morning. This is what you think about at six in the morning. Yes, it is. Say what, bro? This is what you think about six in the morning iPhone. It's crazy how iPhone Sims don't think that woman got a mind of her own. Though. This was like this was like this was like five uh, five um, shows ago, but I can't really get through. And one more thing, yo, Angela, Angela, did you get my message about me helping you out with that thing on usphonebook.com that I sent you? Um, yes. And why you didn't give me no thank you or 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 spread the love to Envy and Charlamagne and to like help you get their shit off? Because that wasn't actually my number. That was somebody else's number. Yeah, a lot of that stuff that you sent me wasn't the right information. I seen it too, yeah. iPhone. You hit me 17 times. I got you, brother. I'm just trying to help you out, brother. Thank People you. But I appreciate it. Somebody else told me about it because that wasn't my number. But thank you, iPhone. But it must have been connected because they told you, obviously, right? Yeah, it was somebody oh, God, who's, uh, who Hang doesn't even live iPhone, in New right? York whose phone is turned on. iPhone, I see you at the car show. <laughs> gang, gang. IPhone Sim got a lot go- to get off his chest this morning. Goodness gracious. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Angel. Angel, what's up? Get it off your chest. Hey, uh, I'm just fake mad right now because uh, when you guys have Humble the Breakfast Club, I can never get through. But, Charlamagne, you need to start getting to work on time, man. I look forward to that. Yo, 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 yo. That's like my morning coffee, man. What's up? It's crazy how no matter how many times I tell y'all my contract stays 6 or 5, y'all just won't won't believe me. Oh, we don't believe you, but please, man. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> All right, uh, thank you, brother. Angela Yee, Angela yes, Yee, thank you for being on time every single day. Asha, have a blessed day. Uh, okay, thank you. I, I don't try on my time best. every day. <laughs> uh, not every time, but you, you know do what? better. You're on time today, though. You, you better than Charlamagne. Let me tell you what Emmy said to me when he walked in behind the scenes. What? Okay. I was supposed to be in Chicago this morning, but my flight got canceled. Envy walked in, saw me, and said, I didn't know you was going to be here today. If I would have known, I'd have came in late. Yeah, because I had to get gas. It was either get gas. Come on, man. If I got gas, I'd have been late, but I thought you wasn't here. I thought you was in Chicago, so I was like, damn, I'll just get here. That's a terrible way to But think. I need gas. But now when I get out, I'll get Can out I ever show, be late? I'm going to have no gas, huh? Can I be late sometimes? Sure. You have been. <laughs> Barely. I think things happen, but it shouldn't be every day. I'm well, not late every day. Did your contract change to 605 like me? Rachel! <laughs> Good morning. What's up, Rachel? Get it off your chest. Um, Charlamagne, I uh, definitely agree with you. My contract starts at 605, too. I don't know. I don't. Hey, um, salute to us. <laughs> Y'all are crazy. 605, gang. Um, so basically, I just want to say good morning. I love you guys and give a shout out to my boyfriend, Jermaine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also want to ask, you guys talk about Nicki Minaj a lot in your rumor report, but you guys don't play her music. Why don't you play her music? Well, I have control over what I talk about in the rumor report, but we don't program the music on the station. What song should we be playing? Well, I don't play music neither. I'm just asking, what songs your radio be playing? I mean, she has a lot of new songs out with Chance the Rapper. Um, she remixed the baby song. I mean, I just That's hard. hear her hear her song in the mixes or anything. I would just love to hear her more, you know, on the Breakfast Club. Well, tomorrow, Hot Girl Summer drops with Meg The Stallion. I'm sure we'll be playing that. We have an iHeart exclusive for that for you tomorrow. We'll play it every hour on the hour just for you. How about that? But we're going to do that anyway. Alrighty. But we definitely going to play it every hour on the hour, mama. We're taking the credit. Thank Meg Thee you. featuring Nicki Minaj. The Breakfast Club will play it every hour on the hour over all iHeartRadio urban stations tomorrow. Just for you, Nicki Minaj fans. There you go. Hello, who's this? <laughs> A.B. Hey, what's up? Get it off your chest. Hello, good morning, DJ A.B. Angela Yee. Good morning. Good morning. All right, so... 
couple years ago, I was living with my ex-boyfriend, and we had a light door in my name. Uh-oh. So he... I, yeah, I happened to move out, but I kept it in just for the kind of my heart. I kept it in my name. Of course, he didn't pay the bill. So now I can't get the lights in my name. So now here, two years later, I ran down to him, and me and his girlfriend had got to an argument over the situation. Remind you, I was arguing with him, but she wanted to jump in. First of all, the reason why he owed me this not because I wouldn't have sex with him while he was with her. So for her to come at me, I'm like, my girl, you better thank me because if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't have your boyfriend right now. And you wouldn't have had no lights. Exactly. Like, (laughs) thank you. So who paying the light bill now? I don't don't have, magically I have lights. I don't know how, but I can't get it in my name. And it's crazy. They're like, how are you going to do this to me? I have, I just got a child and all that. That's my stuff. I was doing something nice to you. And because I want to have sex because you had a girlfriend. Can I give you some advice? You going to give us some, you going to pay for a light bill? No, I'm going to give you some advice. Oh. Okay. (laughs) He's never going to give you that money back. Nope. So no matter how much you try to harass him about it, all it's going to do is be stressful for you. So you just have to chalk that up as a loss and figure out how we're going to move on and move forward past this because all you're doing is putting some more stress and burden on yourself. You have to chalk it up and chalk him up as a loss, and he's a loser. Have a good one, Mama. All right, thank you. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. Now we got rumors on the way, ye? Yes, let's talk about Nicki Minaj and Hot Girl Summer since we've been talking Nicki Minaj this morning. And she talks about how she wrote that verse and what went down for her to even hop on that song. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's about time. What's going on? This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, let's talk about Meg Thee Stallion and Nicki Minaj together on Hot Girl Summer. Everybody was excited to see them on Instagram together live. And I guess that's how everything jumped off for them to actually do this remix. Or or actually the Hot Girl Summer song together. Nicki did her own verse. Now here's what Meg Thee Stallion had to say. So the song was already recorded and ready to go. And then we just went live together and she literally recorded her verse that night. And they sent the song to me and I was like, this is not real life. Like y'all are playing right now. Like, And you loved it. I love it. Like it was amazing. I can't believe she did it so fast. Now, one of uh, Nikki's fans wrote on Twitter, bitch, the effing fact we got a track from a random IG FaceTime and then it was a genuine link. Like, dude, this is effing major. Nicki Minaj responded, so true. I was right on the verge of losing my voice and it was mad late, so I was already sounding like a man. But once I heard the song, I fell in love. Wrote it before I went to sleep. None of that was planned. I had no idea Meg was on live or that she would want to go live together. It's safe. So we can say... You know, Hot Girl Summer. Can't wait to hear the song tomorrow. Mm-hmm. What's the expectations for this record? Because, I mean, Hot it better Girl, be good. Yeah, Hot Girl Summer has been such a big thing in the culture all summer long. It's Nicki Minaj. It's Meg Thee Stallion. They hyping it up. Ty, like, what's Ty the expectation? Ty Dotha, what's the expectations for this record? Right. The record's tough. The expectations our, are high, right? Our summer song, baby. That's why you should just tough. let things come out instead of, like, <laughs> talking about it so much. Just drop it. Well, she's excited. But it was supposed to come out. I it, think yeah, I, I spoiled she pushed it a little back. bit. 
But you remember, mm. it was coming out last week without Nicki Minaj. And then when Nicki Minaj heard it, she jumped on it. They had to push it back a week. Yeah, but. it was supposed to already come out and Meg Thee Stallion had to let people know the song's coming out next week instead now. So it was supposed to just come out without all this hoopla, but now it's just turned into a bigger deal. Yeah, that hoopla can, uh, that hoopla makes everybody think, oh my God, this is about to be amazing. And if it's just cool, then everybody going to act like it's the wackest thing ever. Well, regardless, it'll be trending, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. When it drops. All right. Now let's talk about Jalen Ramsey, the cornerback from the Jacksonville Jaguars. He's talked about how he's a great trash talker. He was on the Bussin' with the Boys podcast, and he talked about some of his behavior before games in college, what he used to do. In college, like when I was at Florida State, I was grimy, like super grimy. I ain't, I didn't care. Like I would, uh, I would talk about your girlfriend. Say I was playing like a big receiver, I would uh, look up his Instagram, see his girlfriend, whatever, boom, boom, and I'd probably go slide in the DMs. You know, we get to the game. He probably know about it. Maybe he do. Maybe maybe she was gone. <laughs> but uh, either way, I'm bringing it up in the game. Like, yeah, you know, I slid in first name basis. DM, yeah. she hollering at like we. I'm mad. They get so mad oh, right yeah. away. Oh, yeah. What's the problem? Well, he said he actually has stopped doing that now. Why? He said because people have wives and things like that, and he said somebody got shot over talking about somebody's wives. So yeah, somebody don't will play get about shot. Their wives. Yeah, somebody get hurt. You definitely shouldn't disrespect nobody's wife, but uh-uh. let's let's not act like or that's, their girl either. That's it's like I'm not act like that's not hip hop. Right, rappers been doing that at the beginning of time. Well, he's not a rapper. That's how you get in someone's head. You psychologically get an advantage over them by just saying things like that. Right. Well, he stopped it. As he said, because he doesn't want to actually end up getting shot over something like that. I know boxers do it all the time, too. All the time. Every man, come on, man. That's, that's, that's an age-old an age trick. All right, now let's talk about coming to America, as in coming to America part two. Turns out Wesley Snipes will be joining the cast now. So that should be pretty exciting. Also, James Earl Jones and Paul Bates will be returning to that sequel as well. And they're saying that Rick Ross has also joined in. I've heard. I hear a lot of seasoned actors. Where where are the younger ones? You know, because I thought it was maybe Hakeem's son or something like that. Where are the younger actors? I'm hearing all these older actors. They haven't told you yet. But, I mean, I guess it's exciting. He's hearing all these older actors as if it's not a sequel that is 35 years old, 40 years old. Yeah, but I thought it was based on his son and his his son's relationship and things like that. They're probably waiting to announce who's playing what. Okay. You know, I'm sure that's going to be a big surprise. Now, Rick Ross... Uh, besides that, has also announced his Port of Miami 2 tour date. So he's going to be going on tour, and it kicks off September 23rd in Vancouver. So okay. should be exciting uh, for a Port of Miami. And those tickets do start going on sale tomorrow. Ray J has signed a $1 million deal, and that is because he wants people to start investing in the weed industry. So it's a cannabis crowdfunding company called Fundana. And so now he's getting paid a million dollars a year just to get people to invest in weed with crowdfunding. I actually had the opportunity to try some of Ray J's weed when I was in L.A. He gave us some. How was it? It was pretty amazing. Okay. I could smell it as soon as they walked in. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now we got front page news next. Yes. And one of our producers was really upset about this story, and we'll talk about a uh, something that could be causing cancer, some chemicals in some place that you might eat. Okay, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Did you steal the piece from my headphones over here? Did I steal a piece? Yes. No. That plugs in? Nope. Okay. Why? Just making sure. You look guilty. I know. I bought my own piece. You talking about this big piece? Oh, so now all of a sudden you have a piece for the no, headphone I, and I mine is missing? This is my and piece. And mine is missing? No, this That's is my interesting. piece. This is your headphones, but this is my piece. What the hell are y'all even talking about? My headphones, I'm trying to plug them in, and there's a piece missing I didn't for steal you to that plug piece. the headphones in. But he was missing a piece earlier, and now all of a sudden he has one and I don't. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't my... seem suspicious? No. Well, let's get some front page news. Okay, Envy. <laughs> that's what? 
Go ahead. You seem really guilty the way you're laughing. I'm not. Get that silly look off your face. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> now, <laughs> see? Now let's talk about a new report that people are very concerned about with Chipotle and Sweetgreen. You know the bowls that that food comes in? They tested fiber bowls from 14 different locations, and they said those bowls all have samples of PFAs. It's called Forever Chemicals. And so what they're saying is that, that chemical compound help, helps keep the bowls uh, able to hold hot, wet, and greasy food, but it also cannot break down in the human body, and some of that can accumulate over time, and they're saying that that can be very toxic for you, which means that it's linked to cancer, by the way, those chemicals. So if you're exposed to that, if you eat at Chipotle and Sweet Green, those bowls actually may not be safe. And Dan, who works with us, actually eats at Chipotle at least twice a week. So now he's concerned. All this food is going to kill us. Uh, Stop eating out the devil's kitchen. Grow your own food because these people care about money, not your health. Well, it's not the actual food. It's the bowls. Either or. That hold the food. The fiber bowls that people thought The message still stands. All they care about is money. So they're not going to put it. They're going to care about giving you the cheapest bowls because they got to mass produce a whole bunch of bowls. So Mm -hmm. they're not going to care about like uh, your health or anything like that. All right, now Bernie Sanders, he he was on uh, the Joe Rogan experience, and one thing that he has promised to tell you the truth about is this. If you got into the office and you found out something about aliens, would you let us know? Well, I'll tell you, my wife would demand that I let you know. Is your wife a UFO nut? <laughs> no, she's not a UFO nut, but just, Bernie, what is going on? Do you have any access to the records? Uh, you don't have any access? I don't, honestly, no? I don't know. Okay, you'll, you'll let us know, though? All right, I'll be on the show. We'll announce it on the show. How's Please. That? Hillary Clinton said the same exact thing on The Breakfast Club in 2016. Those aliens will make sure you don't win. Same exact thing. Mm-mm-mm. All right. And she was asked about aliens by a media, a media personality named Charlamagne Tha All right, the NBA is looking to revamp their mental health policies, and that is for the next season. So I they're going to be implementing new mental health initiatives, and all 30 teams have to adhere to that. So the rumored requirements is that you have to make one to two licensed mental health professionals available for players, and you have to have a licensed psychiatrist to help with issues when needed. They also have to have a written plan in case mental emergencies arise and have to have confidentiality policies as well. Listen, man, drop on the clues, bonds for the NBA, invest in your mental wealth. Uh, Salute to guys like Kevin Love and DeMar DeRozan, who've been open about their mental health struggles, and I'm sure that that, that caused a shift in the league last year that made made them react. So salute to those guys and salute to the NBA. Well, even last year, the NBA Players Association also had a mental health and wellness program that they had uh, created already. So uh, they... I'm, and I'm sure it was because of uh, Kevin Love and DeMar DeRozan being so outspoken about the issue. That's great. All right, Puerto Rico has sworn in their third governor in less than a week. So their Justice Secretary, Wanda Vasquez Garced, was sworn in, uh, and that happened yesterday, as the third governor. So we'll see what happens. And they said that she might not stay there, right, because she really doesn't want the job, so they might, she might give it to somebody else or something? Yeah, I don't know what's going to end up happening, but, you know, as you guys know already what happened, there was an unconstitutional governorship from uh, the former governor, and then he had a hand-picked successor, all kinds of issues in Puerto Rico. So mm-hmm. Vasquez has said that she respected the ruling. She would assume the governorship. She said Puerto Rico does need certainty and stability. That was her statement that she released via Twitter. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. We'll keep you updated on what's happening with the controversy. My parents actually are on a cruise, and they were just in Puerto Rico. Really? Yeah, they called me from Marshalls. They'll find the Marshalls anywhere. I'm Marshalls in Puerto Rico. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's front page news. Now, when we come back, Sherry Shepard will be joining us. We'll kick it with comedian and actress Sherry Shepard. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. 
Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yep. Miss Sherry Shepard. Hey, everybody. Hello. Good morning. Hey, Angela. Hey, Envy. Hi, Sherry. What's happening? It, everything and nothing and everything. I'm, I'm very <laughs> interested in seeing uh, this new film. Brian Banks, because when Brian I was here Banks. last time, I talked about it a little bit. Yes, and we had, um, what's the homie name that's playing? You had Aldous yeah, on. Yes, we did. Oh, my gosh. So, he Literally, he should get an Oscar for it. Brian he killed it that much? He killed it. movie was great. Oh, you so saw that's, it? You yeah, saw it? Yeah, we saw it. Okay. So it's based on a true story. It's based on a true story. Brian Banks was ranked number 11 nationally as a defensive linebacker. He was recruited by USC, uh, full scholarship. He was 16 years old when a girl at his high school accused him of rape. Mm-hmm. And um, he was arrested, and they coerced him into taking a no-contest plea. Not mm-hmm. guilty, not innocent which 95% of our young men do take, and they told him he'd be in school pretty much in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And yes. And uh, his lawyer agreed with him. And his lawyer agreed it. with him, and he asked to Without talk to... talking to his mom, too. He wanted to talk to his mother, mm-hmm. and they said no because they were trying him as an adult, and his mother had mortgaged her house and her car. They thought he was coming home. He got sentenced to um, almost six years in prison. Yep, ruined his life. At 17 years old, he came out. He was still in prison at five for five years because you, you have a pedophile label. Mm-hmm. You can't get a job. Parole officers messing with you all the time. And so literally, then the girl who accused him... Um, contacted him on Facebook and mm-hmm. wanted to get together. Yep. He got Which to, is so crazy. It's so crazy. crazy. Why would you think that's okay? Because basically I, she was like, let bygones be bygones. Yeah, you know, I'm out here chilling. Nah, yes. chill. let bygones be bygones. But she, my life. Well, he taped her, he videotaped her confessing that she lied about the rape. But in California, you cannot videotape somebody without their permission. So he couldn't use that. And he petitioned the California Innocence Project. They go, you know, try to help people who've been wrongly incarcerated. Um, they represented him, and he got he got exonerated on a technicality because they charged him with kidnapping. Don't tell him too much now. Oh, okay. Don't well, well you, know, you, know, that. you know the story. You know the story. You can Google it. It's, 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 it's a very popular story. I'm telling you, see, it's a true story. I didn't know the story. When the guy when the guy was here last time, and he said Brian Banks, I knew that story immediately. I didn't know the story. Yeah, but basically, you know, it's like when you're. That was his purpose, his calling. When that's torn away from you, mm-hmm. he couldn't play football because he was too old. Right. What do you do? How do you forgive if you meet Brian Banks? He's he he is so ha- he's smiling all the time. He's a mm-hmm. life coach. He has a different calling now. I think he's changing the world more than he would have if he had been a pro football player. Mm-hmm. But it's just like you know, how do you get past that? I'm very interested to see how this film will be received in the uh, Believe All Women era. Right, but you know what? I don't. I I think it's even more than believe all women are the Me Too. I think it's about how the judicial system failed mm-hmm. this young boy because had they done their due diligence right. in the first place, it was so much. Evidence. It would have been cut and dry. They didn't use the. There was no DNA evidence. Right. There was so much that they, the girl's story changed multiple times. Mm-hmm. So the entire judicial system failed this boy. And I even say his boy, lawyer that even was, his lawyer failed, failed him. Absolutely. You know, and so. Um, it just was just a big fail, even with his parole officer, who, who anytime he got a job, his parole officer would call and go, you got to come and report, mm-hmm. but I'm going to lose this job. He don't you know, care. They don't care. They made you look like a mama in there for real, for real. Oh, like, my God. When you just walked in there, I'm like, that's not who I just seen. She is somebody mama. No. I also, no, but I was, a, I was a mama mama. She was a mama mama. I was a mama mama. Like, was a mama mama. It, it, nah, nah, it's, it's a different that, you know, mama mama. It's that, it's that like, come on, baby. Come on. Come on, baby. <laughs> come on, let me hug you, baby. Like that. <laughs> so you're not like that in real life. That's it. No, no even when I met with Leomi, who was Brian Banks' mother, and she opened up the door, I had big hair on because I had done like a comedy show and my nails were long and I don't hear and she was like, oh, oh, you're going to play me. 
okay, Octavia is <laughs> not doing anything. Like, what? Why are you here? So it was. Uh, it was a big transition mm -hmm. into becoming this mother. Why she act like she probably ain't ever dropped it like it's hot when she was a kid? Well, probably, that, but I think you know. Our era was wild, you know. I yeah, know, but we was, was just talking about that. We come from the Freak Nick Miami. Uh, but Miami, you don't like Miami to think Memorial of your parents. Weekend. You don't like to think of your parents as freak Nick. Like, well, Sherry, you never did. You ever go to a freak Nick or any of those I, things? Girl, I didn't been out sometimes. I, <laughs> I, I, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie. It's been some garden tooling around my life. Listen, our, our parents got the same body parts we got. They got me the too, same but, desires, the same needs. Yes, but my son, like he said to me one time, and I said, I think I look cute. He go, he went, you will never, ever, ever, ever be sexy, mommy, ever. Wow. He goes because your stomach is too round. And I say, okay, now you sound like your dad. <laughs> That's why we got divorced. Me and your dad. Jeez Louise. But like, and everybody told me. How old is he? He's, he's 14. Jeez. And I look and he was like, you drink. And I like I had a little sports bra and he was like, that's inappropriate. Yeah. You're not me. You're not my age. And and but wow. the men told me they said boys don't like to think of their mother as sexual. Mm -hmm. So the, I can see that. So yeah. me telling Jeffrey, yeah, mama was a freak. Mama, that would like traumatize. So that would be weird him. for your son to be like, yeah, ma, you look sexy today. That's weird. I mean, it would be nice if he would tell me that. Sexy? But, you don't want your son to think that. I mean, you know. I think it's okay to tell your your mother she looks sexy. <laughs> I don't say nothing to him when he disappears in the bathroom for three hours. You so, think he be in there <laughs> for three hours? I swear, can y'all please tell me this boy goes in the bathroom at 5.30 in the morning, he runs the bath water, he gets out the tub completely dry. What is he doing in there? If he masturbated for three hours, something wrong. Well, he j he's 14, but I, I went and bought him some lotion at Whole Foods. I went and got, you know, I got him lotion. Avino right. works well. He might have went like four or five Avino. times. Avino he's 14, well. so he might just be able to keep on going. I think so, girl. Yeah. They just, they're like, no, 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 no. I have to, we we got to understand this is the social media areas. You can get lost on social media. You can go down a lot of wormholes. I know, but I check his social media all the time. Oh, I get okay. his phone and I check it, so he's he's not on the sites or anything, but like, I'm ashy right now because all my lotion is gone. <laughs> gone. Yes, it's so that he using up, and then somebody told me because I got him the good lotion at Whole Foods, and somebody said, "No, that's too thick. You don't want the thick lotion. Right, it's cheap. like a cream." Now I got to figure out the, the, what kind of lotion to get my son. This so he is go crazy. Does he come out and I don't. I'm not looking at none of that. You gotta wash the clothes. I, I know, but I I just I just pick it up and I put it in the washing machine. I don't want to. Is know. it crunchy? I don't, <laughs> it's just I don't, girl. Does I don't it come know. out and fall asleep? He, <laughs> no, but he wakes up. We was watching SpongeBob. He goes, "Mommy, mommy, it's rising again!" Like, whoa! And I said, From he, SpongeBob? He's fourteen. He's fourteen. You gotta stop acting childish, cause that ain't like he's fourteen. You know, he know what it is. Maybe I baby my baby too much. Yeah, mommy is rising. He's fourteen. Oh, mommy is rising. You he know, every time I think about Beyonce, it rises. I was like, I'm gonna have to talk to her, cause this, this is not good. <laughs> I think he and then he goes, look, it's happening. And no, it rises. He goes, it's happening he's again. He's 14. You he know 14. what that is. But you know, my son was born at five and a half months, so right. he's got some unique challenges. Oh, so, you know, he's a little, gotcha, he's a little gotcha, less gotcha. than his age. Okay. He's not true 14. Gotcha. He thinks he is. So when, he, when he said this is rise, what do you say? What's your reply when he says rise? I just looked again? at him and I was like, right. well, what healthy. am I supposed to do with that? You're supposed I, to be like, you're healthy. Oh, okay. That's well, I, I just ignored it. And then right. he goes, look, it's, it's doing it again. And I and I was, he said, how do I make it go down? And I started to go, well, think about me. But then I didn't want to traumatize I don't want, yeah, I don't want that. That's the end of the lotion. Because he ain't going to be able to satisfy no woman. He's a mama. Think about me. Has he ever seen you twerking on the Tom Joyner boat cruise? He has never seen Google me. Google that, son. No. Google. <laughs> Google. He don't need to see none of that. <laughs> you know, he just let him think of me as Mother Teresa. That's how I want him to think of me. All right, we got more with Sherry Shepard. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Sherry Shepard. Charlamagne? I saw you on D.L. Hughley's son. You said you got married because you were lonely and horny. 
Oh my God! Well, it, it, I was going through this thing where it was like I was I was just doing the view, and everybody had their life, so I didn't know anybody. Okay. And then a lot of people was trying to get close to me because they wanted to come on the view. Mm-hmm. So it's very hard not knowing anybody in New York. I was lonely, and then the church said you can't have sex. If you're burning, it's better to be married because they was the celibacy thing. So you should be celibate. Yeah, that just sounded crazy. See, that's, burning, that's, that, that, <laughs> but that's why I brought that up because that's a good thing to be able to tell your son. Like you. Well, I'm telling my son just, you know, I don't want you to do anything unless you're in love. Yeah. Like it's mm-hmm. better to be, it's better to keep yourself until you're married. That's what I'm teaching him. But when you're grown, that celibacy thing, I done already had a child. I've been married. So celibacy it just wasn't. It was hard, mm-hmm. so I I was I, so I was I was lonely because I was out here with no friends, mm-hmm. and then I was you know I was tingling. Sometimes you tingle. think you're in love, and you look back and you're like, mm, that wasn't love. Girl, I didn't even think I was in love. I you wasn't didn't in love. never no, thought that. No, I had a great deal of respect for the person, but I wasn't I wasn't in love. It was so you just you wasn't. I don't want my son to have. Wanted to get married. Well, I knew I wanted my son to have a father too, because okay. I was just like you know he don't have a man in his life, so I was try. It was also that I got married for the wrong reasons. And it just, it didn't work out because it was for the wrong reasons. So, but my bridesmaids were happy. Nisa Nash and Kim Whitley, they all got iPads. And the groomsmen got free <laughs> Yeezys. I thought Nisa, Na- Nisa Nash didn't want you to get married. She's the one that introduced me to, to my husband. She wanted oh. me to get married. Okay. Yeah, she regrets it now. She said she's <laughs> sorry all the time. I love her. <laughs> None of your friends was just encouraging you to go out and get some <laughs> Jerry. Don't worry about this marriage thing. Just go <laughs> No, I don't think I would have listened to them because I really wanted to be like, I wanted to do it the godly way. And, and mm-hmm. now I would take that advice but mm-hmm. before <laughs> you wanted to settle down you wanted a home I wanted the married life I, got I always you. thought you know I want to be married I want to be a wife but it's fine I'm single I'm happy it's so working out well what would you tell God now then you said you would do that now so how would you rectify that with God I think I have a different relationship with God I feel like you know what God I know that you love me mm-hmm. I know that you know my heart if I slip and I fall on, some on somebody yeah. yeah then you are loving enough and you and you love me so much that you're not going to confine me to the pit of hell There you go. if I make a mistake. Before, I felt like it was very... Because I used to be a Jehovah's Witness, too. too. We talked about that. Yeah. And it's very black and white. You do something wrong, you're going... That's it. Disfellowship. You get yeah. disfellowship, which mm-hmm. I, th- I think I am disfellowshipped. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Just go and see if they talk to you. Go there. Go to they, one of the halls you know what? Have, you. have you ever told a Jehovah's Witness when they're standing there with the watchtowers and awake? Because they're very nice people. Mm-hmm. If you go to them and you go, I used to be a Jehovah's Witness. They, like, tense up. They really... They tense <laughs> up. They you going to try to, like, bring them over to your... To your Side. <laughs> when they come ring my bell, I'm going to be like, you know, I used to be here. <laughs> yeah, they're going to leave quick. <laughs> Do you think there'll ever be a time when you and your ex could be like, have a conversation and just put everything in the past and be cool? Um, if you stop writing open letters to TMZ. I saw um, that open letter. That was a re- in his defense, that was a response. You- no, it was no, but you... D.L. Hughley was the one that called him a sorry ass. I didn't say anything. Oh. I just made the jokes. He didn't say to D.L. I said, Steve Harvey said the same thing to me, D.L. He didn't address the men. Got you, got He you, wrote got the you. open letter to me. Got you, got you. I'm got like, you. be a man and, and tell D.L. Hughley he a sorry ass. Got I didn't you. think so. What did the open you. letter say? It was just, it was saying, you know, you're blocking me from getting a job in Hollywood. He's but when writer. I met you, when I met you, you weren't working at all. So... <laughs> And I don't have the powers to get you a, to block you from. I'm trying to get a job in Hollywood. Right. Mm-hmm. You got if a I, lot. I, huh? You're doing good now. I'm trying to. It's yeah, because yeah. Of, you know why? Because character and integrity go a long That's way. That's a fact. That's what it does. But I I don't have the power to block you. If I had the power, I'll get you a job, so I wouldn't have to pay all the child support. How much you pay? Forty one hundred dollars a month. Yeah, it's about forty one hundred every five every three years. It goes up. That's not as bad. Like Mel B is paying way more than me. Damn. Like, she's paying like thirty thousand a month. So I'm my little. I'm, I'm thankful it's not, it's not as bad. Was the bad. ever worth it? 
that much money to be paying a month? No, I don't think we, I don't think we had sex once we got married. Cause I got married for the wrong reason. Mm -hmm. So you know, I don't think it. No. Are you off marriage now? Like you feel like oh, I don't want to go through that again, or you feel like I'm hopeful one day? I was off marriage, but then I think I'm okay. Like I, you know, you gotta have a good prenup. I mm -hmm. tell the ladies. Get you a really good prenup because that will protect your assets and stuff you want to do for your parents and your kids. And um, I, I'm open to it, but there's nobody there. So mm -hmm. I'm What good. do you mean the world is full of penis and men? I don't want, no, I don't want Just penis. Like, men. I'm not walking around on Times Square going, where's the penis? <laughs> yeah. Give me the penis. Absolutely. That's not what, I'm and, not looking for that. And that's that. not the first priority. She's, no, not at all. Yeah, I want all. great conversation. I want mm. somebody that's going to make me laugh. I want somebody that has a job that loves, what that is king in their territory. You're not trying to creep over the mind, mm -hmm. you know, that's intelligent. So it's you want a man then? Yeah, but you were talking about penis. Well, I meant, you, you know, men. No, pe penis, penis are attached to men. See, that's you what you're thinking. You're thinking with your penis. Yeah, you want that's, a man. Yeah, like a full, a fully formed you want guy. a partner. Gotcha. I would like a partner. But you're not, you don't want to settle, is what you're I'm saying. Not I'm not trying to settle. And I'm okay. It's mm -hmm. okay. Ladies, yeah. it's okay to be single. There's nothing. People act like you're single. There's something wrong with like that. You're you unhappy. Like, true. you just like, Ugh. There's a lot of unhappily married people. And I'd rather oh, absolutely. be single, happily single, than unhappily happily married any day. But you got to tell the universe what you want, though. You can't send mixed messages. Well, I didn't. I just said I'm open. That's what I told the universe. Gotcha. I'm open, you know, mm -hmm. for any, for you know, what comes my way, and I'm good. Right. Do you ever date outside your race? You know what? It's so funny. I would like to try it because mm -hmm. I've never done it. I like black men. I, you know, right. I just, who, who would you date? White, Asian? No, he probably have to be Puerto Rican. Like Puerto Rican. I, I need. <laughs> I need a I need a white Bravo. man that's black. He knows like <laughs> when I take my hair off, it don't surprise me. Like beards? Beards, I do love beards. I do like beards. We have a Puerto Rican with a beard in the I room. I like Puerto Ricans. Oh well, go stop nah, now. Nah, he flirted with Cheryl Underwood. He loves Cheryl oh, so too. You, you, damn, you just like everybody. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's not. I mean, and I'm not saying that bad. I'm like, but you like everybody, so everybody come in He's here. For everyone. You be trying to holler at them. That's you know. No. I guess I, I don't know. And, and you don't, and, and that's not sexy because you're not making a stand. Like, you don't commit. You you too, you too wishy-washy. He's very wishy-washy. Yeah, wishy-washy. This, uh -uh. this morning I was doing push-ups and took a picture of my butt, so you got to. Yeah, that's, mm -hmm. that's your fluid flow all over the place. That's not good. <laughs> Although, let me tell you something about Cheryl Underwood. She would rock you. She'd tear you up. She yes, told she me that. I'm going to tell you that. I'm going to tell you about Cheryl. Cheryl would freaking, woo! Cheryl got two in here. Cheryl got drum, and she got my man Wax At out the there. same time, yeah. she tear yeah, both yeah, of y'all yeah, yeah. up. Don't, don't sleep on Underwood, the Underwood lady. You freaking come back. You won't have no beard. <laughs> I can smell Infamil coming right off your neck right now. Look like your braces just came off your teeth. And that's nothing. You don't even know what happened. Look, you right for Cheryl Underwood. Before you know it, she would have you butt naked, just whimpering in a corner, whining. Now, don't move. We got more with Sherry Shepard. When we come back, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Sherry Shepard. Charlamagne? Now, now, I always wondered, did you foresee yourself having this much success after The View? Or were you scared when it first I was. First? I was terrified. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I remember when they, they, because they was trying to get me back, and then I said I wanted to do my own talk show. Mm -hmm. And then they, um, and then I knew I was going through the divorce, and I was like, uh-oh, this is about to get nasty. I'm going to try to keep this job. And then they released me from my contract, and I sat in front of the mirror, and I was like, oh, shoot, what am I going to do? Mm -hmm. Like, because I hadn't been in Hollywood so long because I was out here in New York, and I said, I don't know if they know me. And this little voice said, do you trust me? And I said, nope, don't trust you at all, God. And <laughs> the voice what? said, you trust <laughs> I'm Sheesh. honest. If mm -hmm. for nothing, I'm very honest with God. Like, I told God I didn't think the celibacy thing was going to work. Mm -hmm. 
and um, he's very nice. You can talk to him. Mm-hmm. And, and I said, no. And the voice said, do you trust me a little bit? And I said, a little bit. And um, and the voice said, I told you to leave. It was time to leave, and I don't care. You gonna, you gonna leave. And really, within two weeks, Will Packer called me, and Will Packer was like, hey, lady, I got a role in, um, uh, you know, Ride Along 2. And then they called me on Broadway, and they said, could you do play the evil stepmother to Kiki Palmer Cinderella? So I wow. did a run on Broadway, and then I booked, I did Soul Man with Cedric and Nisi, mm-hmm. and I just never stopped working. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm very thankful. I'm thankful that people still like me. They still want to work with me, that my funny is still there. Did you read Ladies Who Punch? I did not. My mom was reading it on vacation. She liked it? She liked it. She said she just couldn't believe that everybody had this much drama behind the scenes. Oh, yes, a lot of drama. I mean, I, you know, I didn't have to read it because I knew what went on behind uh-huh. the scenes. Of course, it's going to be drama. It's five women working together. We, mm-hmm. you know, we we went through our stuff. We would mm-hmm. argue. Pe- you know, we argue about who was talking, who was. And I remember one time Joy said to me, girl, at the end of the day, we would go, you know, take a little time to enjoy the view. And I would wave. And Joy was mad at me because I kept stepping on her jokes. But it was Whoopi, it was Joy, and it was me. It was three comics. And I was trying to find my way in there. And Joy, somebody said, I think it was Barbara, take a little time to enjoy the view. And I was smiling. Joy went, what the f*** are you doing? And I was like, and you can just see my face drop like, bitch, what? It was crazy. And we had it out. And we had to come to an agreement of when I'm to lob the ball to Joy so she could do her joke, when I could do my joke. It was like, you know, you had to find your way within this circle of women. But I love Joy Bay Heart of Death. We will shut a restaurant down mm-hmm. with, you know, drinking. And so, you know, it's bound to be stuff that... No physical, politics. right? Nothing physical ever. No, we never had anything physical. We, what? I'm not going to fight. Elizabeth Hasselbeck got mad at me. She got upset at me one time because I went off about John McCain. And mm-hmm. I think I, when I get mad, I, my fingers start moving. I'm a black woman. You're my black. fingers start, mm-hmm. started moving. And I made Lizzie cry. And I remember she said, you know, I thought we were, I thought you were going to hit me. And I said, Lizzie, and this is behind the scenes, and I said, girl, am I going to mess up my whole career to hit you? Like, that, my career would be gone. Mm-hmm. I said, you know who thought I was going to hit them? The girl that was sleeping with my husband. Right. Now, she thought I was crazy, bitch. I was going to hit her. And you probably you was. Didn't because of that. No, we didn't, no, we didn't fight. We didn't fight. We actually, um, we actually have a very cordial relationship. Really? Right. Yeah, because she has two children uh, by my ex-husband, and I have a child. And you have to love your child more than you hate the other parent. Man. So we we kind of like, I sent her a happy Mother's Day really? message and she told me what a great mother I was. So you like her more than your ex? I love her more than my ex. <laughs> you don't never get mad when you see her with a nice pair of shoes and a bag and you know that's your 40 something hundred dollars a month child support? No, that's a husband. That's husband. Oh, I'm talking about my husband, the original, the original gotcha. husband. Um, I wish he would get a wife, the husband <laughs> 1A. I, really, I wish he would get a wife. And then had she could adopt his child and he could leave me alone. He he, he writing a letter right now. He writing a letter right now to see <laughs> him. Jerry on breakfast like, calling me a sorry no. ass. And I'm not messing with him. I talk about him. I don't mention his name, but <laughs> like he tried to do a reality show of in in the and in, in think in my career in my integrity and character. Everybody who he tried to pitch this reality show called me and said, "Your ex husband trying to pitch a reality show." And the log line was, "I'm a blow the lid off the you know I'm a blow the lid off of my relationship with Sherry Shepard." So he's still trying to work off get me. Get some money right. off He's still yeah. trying to get money off of me. So it didn't, it didn't. That would be a good reality show, though. Well, yeah, he, but. He should write a book called Scrape the Shepherd. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, what? Scrape the Shepherd. <laughs> Let me tell you, when I put him out, 
And I went out there with no wig on. I had all my ludicrous braids in my hair. And I walked out there. He was playing with ba- he playing basketball. And I cursed, you know, because you a black woman. I cursed him out so bad. Anybody around me didn't hear nothing Jesus. Nobody got saved that day with how I cursed him out. Jeez. Black woman, the, the view my ass. Oh, I was girl. You never heard. My son dropped the basketball. He was like, I never heard my mommy talk like yeah. this. Because mm. you got to curse somebody out before you put them out. Like, you don't just go. We're not working out. That's the way white people you do it. You know, it's not working out. I think we should separate. No, when you're a black woman, you like, get your mother. Ass. You wasn't <laughs> before. I, I pay for all this. Get my, it's a lot of curse. Right? A lot of spit be flying out your mouth. A lot of neck. My neck hurts so bad after I finish because it be moving. <laughs> so, did you like feeling in for Wendy Williams? When I filled in for Wendy, did that you, was the only time it? in my career I was not nervous. Really? I knew that that was... I knew that I was, because I want my own talk show. I love people, and I knew when they asked me to do the panel, I said, nope. You got to believe in your worth. I'm telling y'all listeners, when they asked me to do the panel, I said, no, I'm not going to do the panel. I will only do Wendy's show if you let me host it by myself. And they said, no, we're not going to let you do that. And I said, well, then, you know, don't call. But then they called me, and I said, I'll do it on Monday, because that's when everybody watch, and Tuesday. You got to give me two days. Mm. And they did. And it was the only time I wasn't nervous, because I knew that that's what I'm supposed to be doing at some point. I'm supposed to have a talk show. Was there a part of you that was like, I hope she don't recover? So maybe no, because up, no, I, no. Honestly, you know, I'm glad <laughs> Wendy's getting her life back. I'm and even glad. if it was, would she say, Yeah, I was hoping. <laughs> no, I, I yeah. was hoping. Because like, really, 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 yeah, I really was hoping Wendy would just like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I happen to like Wendy. Like we're not friends, but what went, Wendy's blessing is her blessing. Sherry gonna have her blessing. That's so right. I'm not. I don't operate in that. That's why I needed to leave the view right. because I said if I stay. I'm going to be envious of other actors who come. Mm-hmm. The actress who comes and talks about Brian Banks. I am an actress. Mm. I'm going to be sitting there going, what if I had done it? Right. I don't like being in that place. Envy eats you up. Mm. Not, you well, envy? not you, Envy. I, I heard up. you pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was with my life last night. But anyway, sorry. But I don't like being... <laughs> she yeah. said you heard, you heard, she heard you pretty good. Yeah, I mean, she made her mouth. I'm out in the street like <laughs> this. <laughs> my wife yelling. Who knows? Know. <laughs> envy will eat you up. There you go. <laughs> I know, girl. I know. (laughs) But that's a bad place to be in, is in that place of envy. And I know that what God has for me is going to come for me. All right. Well, it's Sherry Shepard. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. She's spilling the tea. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. So Snoop Dogg has a new song called Let Bygones Be Bygones, and he's talking about not having any issues with anybody and actually being really cool with Suge Knight. Check it out. I mean, you still got a good relationship with him today? Me and Suge, cool as a mother. I'm cool with Suge, I'm cool with Master P, Dr. Dre, I'm cool with everybody. Yeah, I mean, how can you not be cool with Snoop? But I, I had to go get that cool with him. I had to go sit down with Suge. Suge. <laughs> 18 years old, lost his low end. Crack money had it in the open, open. That that radish wasn't just catfish. G Dub, no Drake, okay, that's cool, but that's old news to begin like us. Cause if so, he would have signed us off top. But bro, stay solid, so I'ma stay solid to that. All right, he's still staying solid to Suge Knight. Now he also um, admits that, you know, Suge was doing some crazy ish. He admits all of that, but uh, we know that. He mm-hmm. had to keep it real. Check it out. Studio every night to the early moan. 
Bloods and Crips all moving on one accord. Cuz did that, took death row to the top. My buzz did that, caught that case, came out safe. Blood did that. So through the ups and the downs, real ones know not to kick against when they down, especially when we was down. At the beginning, pick music is up. Gang bang on NY stage, just hit in the zone. Y'all remember that? Yeah, yeah he did some bullshit. I'm admitting that. But coming at a real crip, like he ain't one. Especially when he helped it up and make one. I mean, if Snoop forgave him because he didn't want to carry that. Not to mention, what revenge could Snoop seek on Suge? I think, uh,. I think life took care of that, right? Yeah, he yep. said, why kick somebody when they're down? And he also said, this man changed my life. We made history together. Absolutely. So that's his reflective track. You got you to gotta let that hurt go. Sometimes people do you wrong, and you know you may want to do something to them, but you know sometimes you got to forgive them for yourself, which is something I'm working on. Now Snoop Dogg is also going to voice Cousin It in the new Adams Family movie. So that should be exciting as okay. well. And you saw those lists that were circulating in the top 50 rappers of all time. Snoop said the only list he cares about is a Forbes list, by the way. All right, Wendy Williams was on with Sway in the morning, and she talked about Kevin Hunter and how she is actually wishing him well and wants to be his friend. There's no divorce papers to be ready to be signed yet. Okay, so there's no divorce papers being No, I, I want a divorce, like, yesterday. Okay. I want a divorce, like, two months ago, three mm -hmm. months ago, whenever I found out. Four months ago. Okay. I want a divorce, and I want to be friends with Kevin. Mm -hmm. I mean, and not that's, because that's... we have a son, mm -hmm. but because that was real love. Mm -hmm. I still love him, just not in that way. You know, but I still have love for him, and I wish him the best in his new life with his new family. Okay. All right. And she goes on to say uh, the rumors that she's going to be still working with her ex, Kevin Hunter. She said this. I did read that you would consider working with him again as a, as a business manager. Is that true? The only business that he can manage right now is to sign some divorce papers. I have a manager. Get a job, Calvin. All right? That's what that means. Okay? We'll find another place of employment, all right? Mm -mm -mm. All right, that gravy boat is sailed. Is it a gravy boat or gravy train? Gravy, gravy train. train. That gravy train is taken off. Boat, the train, whatever. <laughs> whatever that gravy it is. train has the, sailed. The gravy gone is what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> you got the sauce. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, Charlemagne. Yes. Who are you giving that down to? You know, uh, speaking of revenge, uh, let's talk about why seeking revenge is always not the best thing. Uh, for after the hour, we'll talk about a young lady named Brandy. Okay, we'll mm -hmm. get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Just don't be a donkey, because right now you want some real donkey stuff. It's time for Donkey of the Day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, <laughs> hit me with the heat. Did she get donkey in the day? Please tell me. Absolutely. I have become donkey of the day. The Breakfast Club, bitches. You're a donkey. Yes, donkey of the day for Thursday, August 8th goes to a young woman named Brandy Yakima Lassiter. Now, I'm not going to lie. I saw a few stories this morning, uh, and when I read what happened, I said, this has to be Florida. But they both turned out to be Georgia. Uh, Georgia, I don't know what the hell y'all got going on, but it really seems like y'all trying to snatch the crazy crown from the Bronx and all of Florida. Now, Brandy was on Facebook Live, and her rant about having a virus went viral. Not just any virus, the virus that causes AIDS, okay, and interferes with the body's ability to fight infections. You know the one I'm talking about, HIV. 
See, I don't care what anyone says. Hurt people hurt people. And when you feel you have been hurt, when you're in some type of emotional pain, all you end up doing is redistributing that pain to other people. Unless, of course, you start seeing a therapist or some type of counselor to get your mental health in order and deal with that trauma. And this young lady, Brandy, is absolutely passing that pain around like a collection plate. All right? But pain isn't the only thing Brandy is passing around, or at least trying to pass around. Brandy wants folks to feel what she feels. She wants people to feel the hurt that she feels, that she is feeling. So she got on Facebook Live and said this. I am HIV positive. Roy D. Roger You HIV positive. Jeff You HIV positive. DeMonte You HIV positive. The little bitch you She gonna be HIV positive. Goddamn baby dad. Tony You HIV positive. All y'all that on the Hmm, you HIV positive. Now, Brandy is being investigated by the police for allegedly passing around those three letters that can send you to your final resting place. Uh, because in Georgia, it is a felony to knowingly transmit HIV. See, this is what happens when you don't deal with your own hurt, when you seek revenge, when you purposely go out of your way to harm someone, all because you got your own issues that you have yet to deal with. You end up ultimately hurting yourself. Uh, Confucius. Once said, before you embark on a journey of revenge, dig two graves because one will be for you. By the way, that's not even how HIV works, okay? Just because you sleep with someone who has HIV, even without a condom, doesn't mean you're going to automatically catch it, all right? I did a little research this morning, and even without a condom, the risk from a single exposure is less than 1 in 300, okay? The actual risk depends on a lot of factors, uh, the type of exposure, whether the other person is HIV positive, how high or low their viral load is, or... The duration and roughness of the sex, okay? If the partner is HIV positive, then viral load is the most important factor, all right? There was a partner study done that reported zero HIV transmissions after 900 couples had sex more than 58,000 times raw, okay? Raw D. That means without condoms. So, Brandy, you out here thinking you're playing people, and all you did was play yourself. And I'm not going to front. I feel sorry for her. Okay, I watched that video, and all I saw was a woman who was emotionally and psychologically traumatized, as I'm sure any of us would be if we were diagnosed with HIV, okay? Being diagnosed with HIV is an extraordinarily stressful event, I would think, right? I, I could feel, you know, your upset emotions. I could feel your anxiety. I could feel your pain. And the fact, you don't feel safe. But, Brandy, you got to seek some healing and understand that you're not going through anything other people haven't gone through and are currently going through, right? Instead of trying to pass HIV around, you should seek out people who have been living with HIV for years. Find out how they got through it, all right? You don't need a circle of revenge. You need a circle of support, all right? Healing takes courage, and we all have courage, even if we have to, to dig a little to find it, all right? Please, Brandy, seek healing, not revenge, because he who plots to hurt others often hurts themselves. Please let Remy Ma give Brandy Lassiter the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw. You stupid motherfucker. You dumb. What is this? What's that? Okay, we have an update, guys. Jesus Christ. Uh, suspect in viral video case claims not to have HIV. She made video out of anger. Oh. Why would you do that? Yeah, Brandy. Well, she wanted to scare the ish out of yeah. uh, a previous... Boyfriend. Yeah, she told the police that she made the video because she was angry at the people she named. She provided documentation of a blood test from 2018 that showed she was not HIV positive. She told police she only said that because she was angry. You said a blood test from 2018? 2018. That doesn't mean anything. Nah, we need, the, we need the one from yesterday. But I mean, that was last year. Oh, yeah, you could still have it. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know how late last year, though. It could have been December. You could get tested. It's still, it's 
I actually just did it. I just <laughs> did a whole panel on HIV and AIDS on Monday, and you could even have gotten tested. And if you had months. sex in the past couple of weeks, it might not show up. Well, either way, she says she don't got it. But either way, what I just said during Donkey today applies. All right, hurt people, hurt people, and uh, Brandy needs healing. And even if, even reading this update, is clearly signs that she's a mentally unhealthy person. Because why would you even play <clears throat> like that? All this being said, I want to encourage everybody to go out there and get tested. There you go. And make sure you know your status because you can live a long and healthy life. Even if you are HIV positive, the earlier that you know, the better. That's right. There's people that have gone on to live full and fruitful lives. There were people at the event on Monday at Housing Works that have had HIV, been HIV positive for 30 years and are still looking healthy and well and taking care of themselves. Okay. Yeah, man. A salute to everybody who goes out there and gets tested but never goes back for the results. We see you. Well, not, don't shout those people out. That that doesn't help the situation at all. I mean, I'm saying that to encourage them to go back and get their yeah. results. That's yeah. why I said But now you can get your results right there on the spot. No, That's anybody right. got time for that. No, 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 no. I would never want that kind That's of That's what stress. I do when no. I get tested. I get my you, results you, you, right on the spot. Come back two weeks later? No, 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 no. I, I think about that. I think about, like, back in the day when I got HIV tests and you, that two weeks gave you time to prepare. Like, you write down your list and you write down everybody that you've been with. You know what I'm saying? I need to know right away. I would mm-hmm. not. Listen, I'm spot. first of all, thank God I'm married and don't have to worry about that kind of stuff. But I would never know, want to know right there on the spot. Hell no. Need some time. That's better to know. Right then and there. Right then and there. Yes, I'd rather know. Right. right. We actually do uh, HIV testing at the juice bar too, twice a year. That two weeks where you would have to wait. Yeah. By the way, those people who fainted. Those people who fainted at the juice bar, they got their results right then and there. (laughs) (laughs) It's not funny. All right. As soon as you get it, thank you for that donkey today, man. Now, next, ask ye eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice. And they have therapists there and people there that if you do get tested and yeah. something is... Shout out to the National Black Justice Coalition. They will help you Johns, out and talk to you and everything. always does that yeah. with us twice a year. Absolutely. I'd much rather have one of Dr. CB's drinks right then and there so I can drink it and... We have CMOS. There you go. As soon as you get that the results, CMOS take it right out you. You know what? Ask is next, man. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here's some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Yee. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Renee. Hey, Renee. What's your question for Yee? Okay, so about three years ago, I got a Facebook message from this girl claiming to be my sister. And my father passed away when I was younger, so he passed away when I was three. My mom and him had like an abusive relationship, so it wasn't a good thing with my mom. So anyway, the little girl reached out to me, she told me she was my little sister, I asked my mom about it. She completely freaked out, she told me to block the little girl. But of course I didn't, I talked to her. And I learned that it was my sister. And ever since then we've been cool, we linked up, she was exactly like me. Mm -hmm. Um, But now when it comes to my mom, uh, my mom won't, come around her at all okay uh, she won't let any of my other siblings come around her she if it involves anything with my sister like i'm supposed to get married soon my mom won't come with my sister there wow and i don't understand how to deal with that and oh i don't want to cry but it really upsets me and i'm i want everybody to come together because her family embraces me very well Right. And, you know, it's a difficult situation. And I do know several people who have had to deal with finding out they had a sibling and the mother is not too excited about that because you have to have some empathy for the fact that she went through a hurtful situation. This brings back all kinds of pain for her. And this might take some time for her to be able to handle. And that's something that you have to really be patient with. In the meantime, you are definitely, as an adult, able to reconnect with somebody who's your sister, who's an innocent child. But I think you really have to be patient with your mom. 
and continue your relationship with your sister, but it might mean that your mom has to go independently from you and speak to somebody, speak to a therapist to understand why she feels the way that she does. And you also have to be understanding. I mean, imagine how she feels with, she had a bad situation with your father. It might be things that never got resolved. This is hurtful for her because she probably is also embarrassed that there's a child that she didn't, maybe she did or didn't know about, but you guys definitely didn't know about it. And so for her, that might be something that she just wants to block out. And it is something that she will have to deal with on her own terms. But I would encourage you to encourage her to get some professional help and to understand this has nothing to do with how she feels about you. This has nothing to do with an innocent child because she did nothing wrong. This is clearly her feelings towards your father. And this is just something that is a trigger for that. Please keep us updated. Absolutely. All right. Ask ye 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, hit ye now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Here's some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Yee. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Oh, hey. Hey, this is Deshaun. Deshaun, what's up, bro? What's your question for Yee? Well, Yee, good morning. I have a, I have an issues problem with my wife and I. We've been married going on four years now. Mm-hmm. But we've been together and all. I say 10 years, but before then, before we got married, me and my stepsister used to do, you know, done some things, but now... What's done some things? Just, well, you know, just kiss around, you know, she's a little oral and his stuff sister? like that. A little oral? Did you say his sister? Yeah. You said with his sister? No, stepsister. Stepsister. Oh. That's still your sister, that, Yeah, that's a little crazy, but go ahead. We are like the same age, well, no, we have not been... She ended up being my sister. <laughs> <laughs> Same age. That's very important to know. Where you from, bro? I'm just curious. Where you from? Oh, I'm from Louisiana. Okay. Okay. Okay, so you used to kiss your stepsister. <laughs> Whoa. No, one time. Which is why she found out because I came up and told her. But how about this? Now the thing I told her this, now she come out, she tells me she done something with her friend. <laughs> so I'm like, so, but, but I know how women are. You know, now... She throwing all this madness to me, and she she still come about. She feel like she can't trust me. I swear, you know, I promise on my soul, I'm not doing anything. Mm-hmm. You know, to right. jeopardize our marriage and our family. And the, and the, the problem I'm having right now, you know, how can I get over? You know, how she keep on trying. You know, she 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 breaking me down every time. Right. I'm, She's still angry her. about it. She has trust issues with you. Because that's somebody yeah. that, that, and I'm sure in her head she's trying to process it. Because really, that is like your family. No, 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 no. She ain't, that, that girl, no. She ain't family no more. None that happened. No. This is crazy. So you haven't seen your step, you don't see your stepsister at all anymore? No, I no, I have not seen that girl since that day. And this happened like five, six years ago. Never <laughs> did. And how long has this been going on that you told your wife and she's got issues? How, how long ago did you tell her? Oh, I'd say three years ago. Uh, and it's still, it's for, so for three years later, she still got problems with you. Yes. Well, it, it's not like problems every day. It comes up. Yeah, it comes up as in, like, if she, when we're watching a movie or something like that, she gets to thinking about me. It, 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 you know, I get tired <laughs> of that. I'm going to be honest with you, Deshaun. It does take some time for women to get over things. And as time okay. goes by and as you continue to be a good man, that trust does rebuild because, unfortunately, it can take just one second to break somebody's trust and a whole lot of years to build it back up. Fast, okay. Yeah, you're right. Because, like, because she was trying to say, you know, I don't show anger 
uh, same as, you know, she showed me anger toward this dude. You know what she done with her. So she wants you to be mad at her as well. Yeah, but I understand that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have her. I got her. Now she going to me. I'm not stunned what happened in the past before I met Because she said that to try to hurt you or something. Yeah, that's what I feel like. But, you know... I just also... Y'all have to... Like, what is going on here? Deshaun, I have no idea, man. Deshaun, it sounds <laughs> like y'all need to get here? to the root of some other issues that you might have. Like you know, incest. <laughs> like maybe she feels like you don't care about her enough. Maybe she doesn't feel like you're showing enough emotion and she's trying to evoke that from you. Right. You know? But yeah, I, I, yeah. I will say it's fortunate. I think that as time goes by, time does heal all wounds. So as time goes by, then she'll bring it up less and less and might not you know, be completely not brought up, but things should get better as you continue to be a good person, a good husband, a good man. I can understand why it would be troubling to her that you uh, kissed your stepsister because that's a little weird. That's nasty, bro. But, (laughs) but as long, and I think you also need to not downplay it and also acknowledge that it was something that was uh, a little bit off. How old were you when you kissed your sister? I was 21. Right. Yeah, 21. She was 20. I mean, it, let's be clear. It could be worse. He could have had sex with his cousin, his sister. You know what I'm saying? Ended up having some little Ninja Turtles. Like, so all they did was kiss. But don't ever down, don't don't downplay that to to your woman. This could be Vienna. This could be real brother and sister blood <laughs> biological action happening. Right. Just right. always acknowledge you're right. I was wrong. You, you I don't know what born. I was thinking. You are absolutely right. <laughs> My issue is that I don't understand I nothing this man is saying. Like she had something to say. All right, bro. Well, bro, stop kissing your sister. All right? You're not gonna kiss her no more, right? <laughs> <laughs> Black men don't cheat, not even with sisters. Hey, it's no judgment here. But Black, they... Black siblings don't cheat with each other, okay? That's what this You guys is. are ruining it. It's no judgment. He ruined it. It is just his stepsister, though. That's still not, not, that's not, that's not right, bro. At 21. Don't, like I said, Deshaun, do not downplay the situation if he kissed to your wife. Worse. He just okay? Acknowledge it. 21. oral. Acknowledge that's it. Sister, bro. Acknowledge that's that it was wrong. At 21. It means nothing. Don't down, don't act like it's not a big deal. It's not. All right. Okay. Well, thank you. All right. You're welcome. All jokes aside, Sheesh. you met your stepsister at 21 years old. He didn't meet her at 21. He said they kissed at 21. That's when they kissed. They didn't meet them. How long ago? How long did they know that's each other? That's been his stepsister. It wasn't like they just met. See, that's met. the question we should have asked. Because what if they just became stepsisters? Have you ever kissed brothers? your stepsister, bro? I don't have a stepsister. No. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> you don't think there's anything wrong it's with that? It's not blood. It's not about having a stepsister. Talk about, talk about, talk about. First of all, we didn't ask that question. We should have asked that question. What if they just got <laughs> the, mar- the marriage or whatever just happened? They've known each other for two years. They're 20, 21 years old. So they only stepbrother, stepsister by law. And then they're attracted to each other? That's not illegal. How? That's a little weird, bro. That's a little weird. You have a stepbrother? Why would I have a stepbrother? I'm no, not asking. I don't have no step nothing. No step nothing? I mean, I think it would be odd if I kissed my... I don't have a stepsister, but if I kissed her, I think that would be kind of odd. and got oral from her. They got oral from her. They've just met. So it happened at 21. Well, clearly his wife has a problem with it, and that's what the uh, real... Because he and cheated. That's what, and that's what the real issue is. <laughs> that's, what, that's what the problem is, because he cheated. And that's what the real issue is. That he, she can't get over it. All right. Well, keep it locked. We got rumors on the way. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to rumors. Let's talk low Bosey. Listen up. It's just in. All the guys. The Rumor Report. God, God. With Angela, Angela Yee. It's the Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. 
Yes, so Boosie Badass, he was on Vlad TV, and he talked about beating his kids as far as discipline. And here's what he had to say. You know, I chew them out in front of their other brothers and sisters, and they don't like that. Other than that, if, if, they, if they out of line, I beat their ass. Like, I beat my kids' ass. And sometimes it fall back on me because I play with my kids a lot. So, you know, I'm a fun daddy, but I discipline them, too. How, how badly? I can't really talk about how bad I beat them. You know, I don't beat them too bad, but I, I beat their ass, you know. I give them a good old-fashioned ghetto whooping. Well, I, I'm sure we can all attest to the fact that we've all gotten beatings growing up in this room. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't beat my kids, though. I mean, I be wanting to beat my second daughter. She's so goddamn bad. But I, I don't, you know what I mean? Only because I don't feel like beatings uh, ultimately did anything When you say for beat, me. Beat, are you talking about beating or popping? Like, you know, oh, I don't beat you like, get the belt and I'm going to beat you oh, with the nah, belt. Oh, that's a little different. I don't beat my kids. I'll I pop them. I'll pop a hand or something like that, but I'm not beating my My daughter ain't even scared of that. I tried to flex on her the other day. I'm going to get the belt. She was like, what? She's like, I'm going to get my belt. No, she don't even know what I mean by that. Because no. I never beat her with a belt. <laughs> <laughs> she sounded stupid. She's like, I'm going to get the belt. She's like, why, are you going somewhere? You about to put your pants on? <laughs> what do you think about other people beating their kids, though, if you see somebody beating their kids? It ain't my business. Yeah, it's not my business. I mean, I got beat as a kid. You got beat. Charlamagne got beat. You know, we, we turned out to be good kids. What if you see it in public and it looks pretty bad, like abuse? What's the what's the borderline there? You better call the police and mind your damn business. You're interfering with people, children, call the police. If you think it's that serious, yeah, then you call the serious? police. Or you might intervene and be like, yo, man. Man, what's up? Why you doing that? But nope. yeah, that's that's that person's child. And also, people, you know, it's hard being a parent. Like you only gonna teach what you were taught. You understand what I'm saying? So if that's how you were raised, you know, getting beat, you gonna do the same thing because you think that's how it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I know for myself, those beatings didn't really help me as a kid. It didn't make, prevent me from doing things because I was scared to get a beating. I just said, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna get a beating. All beatings did was make me think my parents were crazy as I got older. Because I'm sitting there thinking now about how my daddy beat me with an extension cord and made me go take a bath. That is a Wu-Tang torture tactic. You hear me? <laughs> All right. Now, Iggy Azalea has said that she has gotten mental health treatment. She actually went on a mental health retreat and that's what got her back on her feet. She said her management team staged an intervention. She told us that previously and said that she needed to get professional help. So she told Cosmopolitan Magazine that she spent two weeks opening up to a therapist, talking about everything and about launching into the public eye so quickly at a young age and how overwhelming it was for her. So she was just emotionally exhausted. I love it. Drop on the clues bombs for Iggy Azalea, investing in mental wealth. I actually was about to post this video that I saw Wale talking about where he says record deals should come with mental health insurance. All right, now Netflix... They don't even come with no insurance. How about that? That's a fact. <laughs> Some type of insurance. None. Now, Netflix has inked an overall deal, and that's with the creators of the Game of Thrones, David Benioff and D.B. Weiss. And I know, Envy, you should be excited about that because you're the Game of Thrones fan in here. So what are they... Are they going to do new episodes, a prequel? What are they going to do after, or is it just the old No, episodes? they're just the creators of Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. So, uh... I guess they're going to be doing some more things. Okay. Um, now let's talk about Tucker Carlson on Fox. The Fox News host has suddenly gone on vacation. Now he made these comments on Fox News. But the whole thing is a lie. If you were to assemble a list, a hierarchy of concerns or problems this country faces, where would white supremacy be on the list? Right up there with Russia, probably. It's actually not a real problem in America. White supremacy, that's the problem. This is a hoax. Just like the Russia hoax. It's a conspiracy theory used to divide the country and keep a hold on power. Yes, he said white supremacy is a hoax and not a real problem. So now there's this whole hashtag for fire Tucker Carlson. He came back to work and announced that he would be taking a break. Check it out. 
By the way, I am taking several days off, headed to the wilderness to fish with my son, catch some brook trout. Politics is important. Fishing with your son is sometimes more important, so I'm doing it. Well, that's what they do over there. Something controversial happens, and they go on vacation just like Bill O'Reilly did after his sexual harassment settlements were disclosed. Only thing is, he did not return from that vacation. So. Well, here's the thing with a guy like Tucker Carlson. To him, white supremacy is a hoax because he doesn't see it. He's on the other side. So when you're on the other side, you don't see the issues that other people deal with. And you will always act like it's not happening because it's people that look like you that are to blame for it. So he doesn't see none of those KKK marches as much as he's in the news. He hasn't seen what happened in Charleston, none of that. He doesn't blame that on white supremacy. If you watch Fox News and they put it, they always blame that on other things. Like even though Dylan Roof said what he said, they'll act like that's an isolated incident. Or they'll act like the KKK is an isolated group. They don't act like, when he talks about white supremacy, he's talking about as a whole holding people back as a whole in America. He, that's, what he, that's what he's denying, which is false. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. You're welcome. All right. When we come back, we got the People's Choice <laughs> Mix, so get your request in right now at DJ Envy and Shout to Revolt. We'll see you guys tomorrow. It's The Breakfast Club. Let's go. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Want to watch more than 50 channels like BET, VH1, and Nickelodeon? Live and on demand, just for $20 a month, go to follow.tv slash breakfast club. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash breakfast. And start that trial with no credit card. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, um, shout out to Sherry Shepard for joining us this morning. Yeah, shout out to Sherry Shepard. She's always pretty open and honest about everything going on in her life. And the Brian Banks movie, you saw it, right, Envy? Yep, seen it. What'd you think? I thought it was pretty good. It's out tomorrow. True story. I thought it was pretty good. Definitely go check that out. And uh, the Breakfast Club will be in Chicago for a, a little bit. We got we're flying there for a couple of hours and then flying a right back. A couple of hours for real. Yeah, a couple yeah, of we hours. Don't even, I, we we gonna be there so so fast. We gonna be there so quick. I don't even know why Envy shouted it out. I was supposed to go yesterday, but my flight got canceled. So I'm sure the airport's probably gonna be a mess because a lot of flights got canceled. Really? Yeah. All right. Well, they said the, like 500 flights got canceled. If the flight gets canceled today, you guys hold it down, okay? Shut up. It's not going to. <laughs> and I just want to shout out to Kevin Durant. There's a big article on him for Yahoo. He's finally speaking out. This is his first time speaking publicly since he left the Golden State Warriors and came to our Brooklyn Nets. And, you know, he's not blaming the Warriors for his injury because some people are saying the Warriors mishandled the injury, but he said it wasn't their fault. He said, I heard the Warriors pressured me into getting back. Nobody ever said a word to me during rehab. As I was coming back, it was only me. And he goes on to talk about how exciting it was for him to come to the Nets. And it was always going to be the Nets, never uh, the Knicks, as some people like Envy might have thought. So really great article. So when you get a chance, just make sure you read the entire thing. All right. Well. Shout out to Kevin Durant. I'm excited to see him uh, play. Well, not next year. And shout year, out but to our Brooklyn year. Nets. There you and go. he's not going to confirm or deny whether or not he'll really be back uh, for this next season. You know, the rumor is he won't be playing at all this season, but he doesn't know yet. Okay. All right. Well, when we come back, positive note, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
started off right, I can see it in your eyes I can tell that you want more What's been on your mind? There's no reason we should hide Tell me something I ain't heard before Now I've been dreaming about it And it's you I'm on So stop thinking about it Can we just talk? Can we just talk? Talk about where Before we get Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Leave us on a positive note. Yes, man. You know, we were talking about uh, revenge during Donkey of the Day, so I just want to leave y'all with this revenge quote. Uh, the best revenge is to have enough self-worth not to seek it because truly the best revenge is to show them that your life is getting better after they're gone. Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? I don't even wanna 